One of the most important parts of naming your new business is finding an available website name that works. Today's episode is brought to you by .ca. Join thousands of Canadian entrepreneurs who have chosen a .ca domain name for their business. Choose your .ca domain name at cira.ca forward slash startup today. Disruption, investment, work-life balance. Delving deep on the topics that matter most for entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2 of the Startup Canada Podcast Show. I'm your host, Rivers Corbett. The Startup Canada Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the rallying network uniting Canada's entrepreneurship community. And on this podcast, we connect you, the idea person, the startup founder, the creative thinker with the movers and shakers of Canadian entrepreneurship. Here on the show is where we fill you in on trends and opportunities and possibilities for your next step as an entrepreneur and where we have conversations about advancing entrepreneurial growth and success in Canada. Today's episode is brought to you by Intuit QuickBooks, your partner in building a financially fit and fundable business. Get 50% off, that's right, 50% off QuickBooks online today by visiting intuit.quickbooks.ca forward slash start right. Do any of our new listeners remember to subscribe to the Startup Canada podcast in the iTunes store, then visit startupcan.ca to join the network to connect to support, mentors, training, funding, space, and to your local startup community. Well, look, I'm just thrilled to have as our guest today, Lindsay Boyd, who is an international speaker, author, brand guru, and global partner at Sherlaw's Group. And she is coming to us today from Spain, by the way. And in today's interview, which is all about building personal brands and a brand for your business, business, Lindsay will share her top tips for marketing your small business and talk about the evolution of her entrepreneurship journey. Lindsay will share her top advice for entrepreneurs who want to be brand famous. Help me, Lindsay, help me. She's a brand guru, an international speaker, and a best-selling author. Lindsay's number one bestseller, Brand Famous, How to Get Everyone Talking About Your Business, was awarded Book of the Month by the Chartered Institute of Marketing in July of 2014 and Marketing Book of the Year by award-winning online publication, Small Business Trends in 2015. She is currently a partner at Sherlaw's Group, which is a business coaching consultancy with a global reach where she uses her vast business knowledge and entrepreneurial flair to help business grow. And to help realize this dream, they say Boyd in the script, but we're not going to call her Boyd, it's Lindsay, (laughs) has created her business of brand school, or Bob for short, B-O-B. Bob teaches entrepreneurs just starting out in business how to build a famous brand and make it ready for funding. 
Lindsay has vast experience of growing and funding her own business. And by the age of 24, she had set up and sold two companies. And her second project, a successful footwear brand with seven global distributions, was sold to Caterpillar Inc., the world's leading manufacturer of construction and mining equipment. Her third venture surgery group, which began life as a marketing and PR, PR agency, evolved into a leading consultancy which specializes in refreshing tired brands. During the course of the last 15 years, Surgery Group has transformed the Wrangler, Pringle, and Lacoste brands using Lindsay's highly effective five-step approach, which she documents in her bestseller, Brand Famous. Lindsay, living, work in Spain, from London, doing business in Canada. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Wow, what an intro, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. well, I, we have great writers. There's no doubt about it. They, uh, and so is all of that true, by the way? Uh, yes, you know. Yes, <laughs> I love it. It's not you bragging. Know Brits. You know the Brits. We're, you know, the humble people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, what happened just recently in the Olympics? The Brits got a gold in something that they had never meddled in before, let alone uh, won, uh, won gold. Do like, you know what that was? They're, I don't know. They've been smashing it in the Olympics. We've they been really have. Yeah, yeah, we've had more golds than we've had any any year. So fantastic! Yeah, that's yeah. really great. Really, Sweet really great. Yeah, that's fun stuff. I know when we had the Canadian winter, the Winter Series, Olympics here in, in Vancouver, boys, we uh, we really enjoyed racking up the golds here. So it's a, it's it's fun to win, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's see what happens at the end where we're yeah, ranked. Right on. Well, look, you're you're quoted as saying, "I'm convinced there are many people out there who are capable of big things. They just don't know the steps to make it happen." What's that all about? Well, look, you know, I I left school at a young age. I left school at 15, and um, and at the age of 18, I'd managed to buy my first shop and bring diesel and replay into the north of England. And mm-hmm. as you heard, at like 21, I sold that shop and I set up my own business. And um, and and look, we spotted a gap in the market, and we and we and we ended up setting up six distribution channels, had the shoes in a design museum, learned about manufacturing on the job, and um, sold the business to. Caterpillar at 24 and my my absolute driver has always been that um it's not about having to be the smartest or or being the cleverest it's just about you know really getting into your passion and really having a drive and a belief as to what you want to do and then and then actually going for it and if you stick with your passion and your belief then you're able to make a success in whatever you're looking to do very cool. Uh, by the way, just a, a quick segue. Have you read the uh, book Shoe Dog yet? No. What's that? You, well, you talk about being in the fo- in the foot business, the footwear business, and so on. It's the story of Nike, uh, and it's Phil Knight's uh, story. Uh, okay. And it's it's see, every, every, when everybody's going to hear these recordings, they're going to think, "Oh my gosh, yeah, he's just getting paid to do that." But no way, brilliant book, and where you've gone, you've had uh, you know a business in footwear before. I think you would really appreciate his story as an entrepreneur. Just Ooh. a little side note for uh, for you yeah, to consider. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about branding because your career has been all about brands and branding so but how would you describe the Lindsay brand 
Oh God, what a question! <laughs> well, listen, well, obviously, it's, it's not a brand of, of confidence. That's not a good answer. What a question! That's <laughs> a good question. You're right. It's very good. You're, um, you're pausing for time now, aren't you? <laughs> look, um, what I what I um I teach people that brand is very different to branding, and um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I've and I've spent my whole life working with brands and building brands, and what I teach people is that. Um, um, building a brand is about building the end-to-end conversation for your revenue stream. So looking at how to build your brand around your brand, your product, your channel, your sales, and to tie that all together. Branding is what we talk about when is around creating the visual tone, like the look and feel. What do you, how do you want to, how do you want to look? How do you want to show up? So when, when I've always been teaching people about building your personal brand, the Lindsay brand, as you would call it, mm-hmm. I typically, I start from the brand and I, and I think about what's your asset? What's your DNA? What do you stand for? What do you want to be known for? How do you want to leave people feeling? And then ultimately, once you've figured out what your brand is, what's your driver, what's your DNA, then start tying together. What's your product architecture? What would be the products that you want to put out there? Which Mm. channels are you going to put it out to? What campaign are you going to wrap around that? How are you going to make yourself what we call Google famous? How are you Mm. going to show up on Google? Google. And so in three seconds, people go, yep, that's who you are. That's what you stand for. That's what your purpose is. And people recognize what your brand is in an instant. Wow. You know, um, authenticity is, is, a, is something that, of course, we, we, we naturally want everybody to be when they're representing their brand. But the reality is, is that there's a lot of non-authenticity that's out there. How do you, how do you build it into your brand so that people say, yeah, he or she is being really authentic with authenticity? You know, um, uh, the word authenticity is being used quite often. And for me, it's around more your DNA. So like what is authenticity? Like, you know, buying into buying into realness for people. But truly the fact is, it's actually really more around buying into the person's DNA, what makes them tick, what makes them different from the person next to them. Now, Buying into the authenticity around that once people have discovered the DNA is then really like showing up like uh, what we say, speak it, look it, be it, act it, live it. So Mm. it's everything. It's everywhere and anywhere online and offline. And that means that if you understand that you are the brand all the time, wherever you are, then you can only be your true, real, authentic self. But mm. you can only do that by, by really, truly sticking with your DNA. Because mm. if you try and do it and be this authentic person and it's not your true self, right. then, it sh- then it shows up and it yep. shows up in some place, somebody will take a photo of you or they'll do a recording of you. You might speak on stage. You might even just be doing something and people snap it and put it on Instagram. And before you know it, it's being shared. Mm. So it has to be your true DNA over and above the authentic side of you. Then the authenticity comes out because it's the true you. Be so, more you. <laughs> it's what be, we say. 
<laughs> yeah, I believe it. Well, okay, so so that's easy from a build perspective, but you focus in 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 brands for, to helping to renovate and refresh the stages of their uh, of their of their brand. How do you take a brand that's really not authentic? Uh, <laughs> anyway, you know the word I'm trying. Yeah, to authentic, the authentic. Yeah, yeah. There we go, authentic. And yeah. they're they're really just trying to rediscover that, and then they have to you know come out of the closet and say it wasn't me. This is who I really am. How does that? Uh, how do you how do you do that? Do you know um, we got one of my real areas of speciality was renovation brands. So bringing brands back that were either dying on the high street or bringing bands back that had once been famous and, and wanted to come back to kind of exceed their former glory. Mm-hmm. And again, what we used to do, and what we've always done is we've gone right into the core of the business and gone. What's the true DNA? So Pringle of Scotland or Wrangler, even, which is kind of a huge global brand that we worked with. Um, it was about getting into the core, the core of the business and what was the DNA of it? What was the authentic, not even the authenticness. It's like more what's the DNA of it to be able to, to bring out the history piece and bring out in, in, into the modernity mm. side of it. Mm-hmm. So that you're looking back and looking forward. A lot of people, when they're doing renovation brands, is they think what was great. Yes, and also look at modernity. Where is where is the industry shifting to? Where's the future gap? And how do you map yourself, future map your business into that gap? So mm. you have a nod to the past and a nod to the future. Mm, very interesting. What about your you 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 obviously brand at your first business and then now you're on to your third. What 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 lessons did you learn from what you did the first time to what you're doing for your third time oh gosh i was 18 when i had my first business <laughs> there, were more le- there were more lessons than than anything else yeah, at right. and right. then and then at the, seriously the, the business the shoe business the manufacturing business at the age of 20 mm. being 21 and flying into korea with you know being a lady and flying into korea working with manufacturers standing in the middle of manufacturing shoe businesses. And we had 150,000 pairs of shoes that we were manufacturing in the first season when we were a startup, trying to get manufacturing and, and funding over the light, like trying to get funding venture capitalists and angels at the age of 22. This is going back 20 odd years when right. it didn't, you know, this is a different world now. There's so many lessons to learn along the way. And it was very, very stressful. You sure. know, myself and my business partner, who was the designer at the time, were young and we learned and it was and it was really, really stressful. And um and and what and what the the, the the beauty is now being older, I've been able to transfer all the knowledge that I've learned from retail, from manufacturing, from building businesses, from a brand perspective and move. Now I'm working in the world of actually getting businesses fund ready through my school mm-hmm. and actually working in all industry sectors. So I now work with lawyers and accountants and 3D printing companies and digital businesses. And they come through the school and we help them to build out their business. I now am able to use all the learnings from whether it's service-based, manufacturing, consumer, and use the methodology that we've used for 25 years and actually build out people's businesses. So, you know, I'm very lucky that I learned on the job. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, back then, of course, you know, we know we don't know any different. It's kind of like, okay, this is the way it is. I'll just live it because that's the way it is. You don't know any different. I, I think that's yeah, a good there's part a lot, of it. You know, I, I have walked along the streets crying my eyes out a number of times because, <laughs> you know, I've got 12, 15, 20 staff and they need paying and, you know, you can't yeah. keep you know, and, and it's, and it's, a, and it's an entrepreneurial and it was an entrepreneurial mm. world. It was an entrepreneurial business. It wasn't an entrepreneurial world. It's an entrepreneurial business. Yeah, and so cool. taking that into building people's businesses has enabled me to sit and actually from an entrepreneur to an entrepreneur, actually sit there and go, okay, here are all the lessons that yeah. I learned the job. Right. Which gives you credibility and authenticity because you've been through it. Very cool. So here's just a side question. What's the, what's the, uh, the organized, you don't have to say the name of the company, but the industry that they were in that, that was like so out there that, that you, is it really, you know, you want me to rebrand you? I'm telling you, know, a sewage, a sewage, uh, um, uh, service, sewage cleaning service. What's the wildest one that's come to you and says, I need help with branding. Oh man, do you know, look, I, I say to people, look, I, I build people's businesses, so I don't really do branding, like right. the logos and the visual tone. I right. actually, I pick up a business and I build, I build out their growth vision plans for them. I build out, I build out their businesses. And, um, so there's, uh, I, I've had it, I've had it like last week I was with a, a lawyer. Another week I was with an architect. Then I had a 3d printing company. The other week I'm with a very famous actress. Then right. I'm with a startup, you know, then I'm with this like business that's, you know, a very, very, very famous household name business. So I'm every single day is, is different because the yes. school has businesses that are more, up to 24 million in revenue. What I would say from early stage growth um, right. to 24 million revenue. My personal clients are Hollywood actresses through to, you know, through to famous brands. So it's a uh, real mixed bag. Uh, wow. Yeah. So you can't pick one is what you're saying. No, they're all, I lo <laughs> you love them all. What I love about it <laughs> yeah, is the yeah. fact that I have these businesses and and um, and I can be working with a startup one day, or I can be working with you know, like I said, like an actress the next, and and I really like that. Brilliant. Is very brilliant. Well, you talk about the school, so let's kind of dive into that right now. The yeah. Bob, the Bob School, on yeah. Bob School. Tell us about that. Well, they call it initiative here. I don't like that word. I think it's just a cool thing. Tell us about that cool journey you're on with Bob School, about what it is and how it got started, and so on. Oh gosh, right. I've been building uh, businesses, like I said to you, for 25 years, and very much in kind of. Um, the the bigger brands, so working with some very, very famous big brands through to kind of early stage growth. And then I realized that I wanted to shift my knowledge into a new space and, um, and work with businesses that were more um, early stage growth are up to 24 million in revenue and, and particularly start working with purpose. So teach them how to be a purpose-based business. I felt like I'd been building commercial businesses for a number of years. And my personal passion was to shift the world into a new era through the eyes of brands. And that means that what if I can take, um, education, health, 
manufacturing and bring businesses through the school and actually help them by bringing a group of businesses together to actually make a shift in education or make a shift in health. And, um, and so the school was very much built up for my own purpose to be able to, to, to create purpose-based businesses and to, and to bring these businesses together to actually, you know, shift the world. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty cool stuff, indeed. I'm I'm always a believer that entrepreneurs are going to save the world. So when you say you know shift the world, that uh, that resonates big time with me. Very very cool. So uh, you, tell us about your book, uh, Brand Famous. I'm making a note. I'm going to go get it. So you should get a little royalty in the uh, in the mail <laughs> soon from that. <laughs> little Thank bump you. up. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, tell us about that book uh, around I, building um, brands. I've been all, all my life. I've built businesses, so I, you know, and and then you know, I've been building brands, and I and I realized that I had a methodology. There was a method to my madness, and um, I decided to write it down in a book. And um, Capstone, which is a global publisher, kind of approached me and and had a conversation with me about publishing my book. And um, and so and Rankin, who's a world famous photographer, was a client of mine. And mm-hmm. I was in a meeting with him one day, and I basically said, "Oh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm writing this book." And he went, "If you get it published, I'll I'll shoot your cover for you." And so um, a month later, I said, "Yeah, yeah, Capstone's given me a global publishing deal." And he was like, nice. "Okay, okay." And then I'll photograph the cover. <laughs> so, um, uh, Rankin, a uh, very famous photographer, photographed the cover for me, and um, and it te- and I literally I wrote the book because I wanted to give the the IP away. I wanted to give the methodology away in the book, so that people could literally use that book and understand how to build a growth business strategy, brand product channel sales, and use the methodology from the book to be able to 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 run the business. So. It's got all my tips and tricks, all the games, all the methods, all the stuff that I've done for 25 years. I literally gave it away in the book. The school is there then to help people to kind of bring it into life. Mm. So a lot of people read the book and then go, okay, now can I come and work with you? So the school, the Bob School, uses the methodology and we run it in Vancouver, in Halifax, in Australia, um, in London. We're about to launch it in LA next March. And so the Halifax one runs in um, September. Very cool. Well, should all brands aspire to be brand famous? You know, it's about building your fame off your purpose. So I, I, when I speak on stage, I say to people, so, you know, who wants to be famous? And um, typically the door, the door opens and I'm, and I'm, and I'm about to be, uh, you know, pushed off the stage. And then I quickly, <laughs> I quickly move on to the conversation and I go, okay, so let me rephrase the question. Who wants to be known in their industry? And a number of hands go up. And then I say, and, and who wants to be known in, for making a difference in the world? And a number of hands go up. And I go, mm. so is fame just a state of mind? Mm. And if you think that fame is just a state of mind, then you will push yourself to your limit of brand fame and what that means for you around the, your purpose. Right, 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 right. Very cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, a common theme that's coming out of this conversation, your purpose, your DNA. And uh, I'm sure that you have seen in your 25 years of, uh, of being in this space of people that have uh, have not been uh, honest to that and have failed miserably because of it. Oh, uh, you know, 
pre-digital as well. When we, when I was building businesses, like the world was quite different. People, it was very much still a commercial space. It was glossy fame. It was you know what we call advertising fame, and you know you couldn't see the people behind the business. Mm. Now we build people's businesses off three pillars: brand people and purpose and actually the people that sit within the organization are as important as the business the brand itself mm-hmm. and so we help people to build their business around the people we call it brand culture and we build the brand culture and we actually ex- externally market that culture so that people buy into the realness of the business because people want people want to see who's behind the business now it's not just about glossy brand business fame anymore like it used to be. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, uh, I love the name of your startup, your most recent startup. The, the, is it Surgery Group or The Surgery Group? So Surgery Group is my business that I had for 15 years. Yes. And um, that, that's the business that um, I, I, when I sold my shoe brand, my shoe brand to Caterpillar, I decided I wanted to go and build other people's businesses. And so I set up Surgery Group. And my first client was Mark Newson, who you may know because he designed the iWatch. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate to kind of fly around the world with him to Milan, launching his watch and his car and his book and fly to Australia for his launch of the Sydney Opera House and worked with him for a number of years. And so, um, and then ha- had the agency for 15 years, building some, you know, big brands, like Aldo, for example, is a brand that I built that's a Canadian brand, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. So I worked, worked with Surgery Group for a long time. How did you come up with the name Surgery? So <laughs> when I decided to set up that company <clears throat> and we were working with building people's businesses and brands, I wanted to do something that was kind of tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, we're not surgeons. We're not saving people's lives. And <laughs> yeah. At the same time, you know, you go in for surgery and, and when you go and have your your business built, you're going to come in for surgery and you're hopefully going to go out looking, feeling and being, you know, better, stronger. And, and so surgery was the name. And then we had plastic surgery. That yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. All the celebrity placement that they did in the, in the, <laughs> at the influencer area. I love it. I love it. So you've had and some great fun with it. it. Yeah. yeah. Cosmetic surgery was the beauty area. And, you know, oh, so. I love it. It really, really worked and people loved it. You know, they really, really enjoyed the fun of it and the lightness of it in a world that was, you know, it just wasn't so serious. I just didn't want people to take things so serious, you know, in that space. I wanted people to have fun and lightness when building their business and their brand. So here's a question for you. Um, Totally off script, but I'm totally interested in your answer. One of my mentors is from, uh, from uh, England. He doesn't know him. He's my mentor, but he still is uh, Richard Branson. And so if you were going to sit with him and he said to you, okay, Lindsay, um, in 60 seconds or less, what would you do to, to um, renovate my brand? What would your answer be? I would give away all his IP. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but there may be a reason why he hasn't hired you too. <laughs> because you know what? If he gave away all his IP, yes. he would get it back. 
Yeah, totally would. Yeah, totally it would. Yeah, open, open, open platforms. Absolutely. And um, you know, it's interesting because in my book, when you get it, um, I talk about. I promise you, I'm going to get it. I am going to get it. Well, you must tweet me. You (laughs) must tweet me. All right. So, um, in my book, I talk about. You know, you know, I said about uh, the quote that you read at the beginning. I talk about in the book saying, you know, all you need is a bit of Richard Branson's balls. Mm. And I do it on stage because I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, like I said to you, it's not about being the cleverest. It's not about having to be the smartest. But if you have a bit of Richard Branson's balls, who also left school at 15, mm-hmm. you know, you can make it and you can achieve anything. So I get a lot of people tweeting me, Lindsay underscore Boyd, hashtag Richard Branson's boy, Richard Branson's balls. balls. And please, when you do tweet me at Richard Branson into it. Okay. <laughs> let's see if we can get it trending on Twitter. I love it. No, <laughs> let's do it. I'm gonna. I'm, it'll be it start. We're gonna start that this evening for my part. You're four hours ahead okay. of me, but uh, but look at it. it's gonna be there. So, um, but mm. on that note too, I think you, you you have to accept me as a friend too. Oh yeah, I will. That's Hopefully. that's part of the deal. That's part yeah, of the deal. Okay, sure. so let's move on to the Sherlock's. Sure that's beautiful. That's really great. We're gonna do that. Um, uh, so tell us about Sherlock's. Sure uh, group and you know you're the youngest female partner of Sherlaw's in uh, in 2012. So tell us about that journey. Um, I've been uh, running sh- uh, running surgery for 15 years, and then um, I met a guy called Darren Sherlaw. And um, I was on maternity leave at the time, and a, and a guy was around my house, and he basically said, "Oh, you need to meet this guy called Darren Sherlaw." Had a meeting with him, and he came from the fund management world. And I sat with him and I talked to him about my business and what I wanted to do. And he turned around to me and he went, uh, I need one of you in my business. (laughs) (laughs) Would you become a partner? And so I was like, oh, my God. Okay. It really happened that way. Yeah, genuinely. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Love it. Yeah, of course. So he, uh, his business, um, Sherlaw's is in 13 countries and they grow, fund and exit people's businesses. Well, we grow, fund, exit people's businesses. And I partnered with him and he, and we worked together for four years and we, and we built out Sherlaw's, um, the business, the brand together. And then, um, we built out an IP called Jump, um, together, which, uh, which now helps people understand how to jump their revenue. And Darren and I um, partnered together to build out the Bob School, which we now um, grow and build. And we get people fund ready. So working with him for the last four years has helped me to understand the buy side right. as well as the sell side from my own journey and experience from the sell side. So now when people come through the school and they go into the greenhouse and they get fund ready, we're able to look at it from the buy side, from the investor side and look at what do people really need for funding. And even though people are going to market with their business plans, it's not necessarily the the what the buy side is looking for from an investor perspective and so now we're able to couple up both of our knowledge and and bring that into building people's businesses why halifax for bob's school well there is a wonderful lady there called dorothy spencer who is um a a sherlaw's coach 
And she and we just went over to Vancouver and ran the Bob School over there. And she heads up. Um, she heads up the whole area of Halifax. And in Halifax, there are some incredible game changing businesses that are taking place over there. And she was like the school will just absolutely blow up over here and there is lot there's lots of different people game changers and people that are kind of looking at doing a shift in industries that would be really interested in the school so we'd run it in Vancouver so we decided to go over to Halifax and run it over there Nice. I've brought up in Halifax. That's why I asked no the question. Way. Yeah, well, you yeah. must get you. Well, you, we must get hold of you when we're over there. Absolutely. You, <laughs> you be sure. I will definitely show up when you're uh, when you're in town. Love Halifax. It's a great city, fun city, and uh, a lot of game changers that are happening. Or actually, the whole there's a whole region is really going through a, an interesting transformation because it's in, at a necessity now that uh, that they reach back into the whole uh, entrepreneur entrepreneurs are going to save us thing but uh but i'm going to uh, i'm going to definitely take you up on that offer when you're back in town so we're there on the 28th and the 29th and we're running the the bob school brand dna which teaches you how to find your your asset your bigger value for your business and how to future map and so forth and we're running the school on the 28th and 29th so we would love you as a guest let's do in. it let's do it, Is it, it that's of august uh, September. Love it even better. 29th of September. All right. Well, we've got Canada. so Halifax. now you, you you can't no Halifax, Canada. Halifax, Canada. <laughs> Ocean Stone Resort. <laughs> nice. Don't know where it is, but it's supposed to be lovely. Yeah, let's hope it's by the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I think it's on the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lindsay, uh, this has just been a fantastic uh, time with you, and I'm so glad we caught up to you. You're four hours ahead of me, so it's a nighttime where you are, and and uh, it's been a great journey of discovery, connection, learning, and so on. And I've got homework to go get a great book. And uh, then you've got homework to uh, to uh, accept my Twitter feed so we can talk about Bob School in September and come as a guest. I'd um, love to do um, that. And Richard Branson's Bulls. We're going yes, to get Richard Branson's on Bulls. <laughs> we got stuff to do for sure. But uh, the, uh, the, the, the last word is yours uh, for, for entrepreneurs across this great country. Startup Canada podcast show is the most listened to podcast show for entrepreneurs in the country. Um, what words of advice would you give them? Lasting words of advice that you would give them for success on their uh, on their journey? You know, my beautiful uh, friend Ed, um, who who died recently, um, taught me a great uh, three words which I used earlier, and it's "be more you, be more you." Because if you really sing to your true DNA, then you will make a shift in whatever it is that you want to do. Wow. Brilliant. As uh, you Brits like to say, it, it really is brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> Lin- Lindsay, thank, thank you for having me on your show. Uh, no thank problem. Thank you to the listeners for you know, listening and taking the time to spend with us this evening. It's appreciated a lot. All the best. We'll be in touch for sure. Thanks so much. Thank Have a good you. evening. Bye now. Thank you for joining us today on the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly program dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every Canadian. 
Want access to even more amazing entrepreneur content? Well, then make sure you check out startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like the popular online training events, startup chats, and startup school. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash events for more details. And my name is Rivers Corbett. I'm your host. As always, I invite you to follow me on Twitter at Rivers Corbett. I do the same thing with conveying all kinds of cool ideas and uh, conversations with entrepreneurs around the planet to help you guys have super success. And also, I'm pleased to introduce my newest business venture, Coaching by Rockstars, that's www.coachingbyrockstars.com, where I am building an amazing team of business coaches to help entrepreneurs around the planet. If you've got an interest in that, come and check us out. Until next week, I'm Rivers Corbett, leaving you now with a sneak peek of next week's episode. I want to start my own business. So you're hitting that niche. It's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 been really cool to see the reaction. Like we we weren't sure. I mean, this was the whole thing around um, startup, right? We weren't sure exactly how this is going to go. We had good feedback from people, but you know, we'll see what happens. And so the uh, the boot camp in in October attracted 58 participants. We had 35 volunteer entrepreneurs from across uh, the GTA and York region, um, and which to me screamed that there was a, not only a desire to learn this stuff but on the perhaps on the from the perspective of the participants, but there was a desire from the community to give back and help mm, these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had um, we had three sponsors who were generous enough to, to you know to give us some uh, little financial uh, leverage to do what we needed to do and get that good food. Um, this go around, it's been it's been huge. We went from three sponsors to seven. Wow. Yeah. And so it was, it's kind of been cool to see people going, we believe in this cause. Like, you know, many of, many of these people are parents, right? Um, they can picture their kids going into it, but you know, so there's kind of the, the very, I think the, the, the personal touch, but the cause of trying to help the next generation and, you know, may, you know, to, <laughs> give them a chance to learn the mistakes we learned mm-hmm. so they can go off, they can go off and make new ones. 